0: Welcome to The Catch Up. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a village for Australian female business owners to connect and support each other. On The Catch Up, we'll be bringing you an in depth, no nonsense look at the key areas of business. That's everything you need to know about and all brought to you by our experts here at She Will Shine. In the next few episodes, we're focusing on social media because whether you love it or hate it, it's impossible to ignore. Here's a stat for you. A quarter of the world's population uses social media, so it really is the place to be to find your audience. Now, here to help us talk to those 2 billion plus users is the fabulous Jackie McCallum of Blue Budgie, a member of She Will Shine and an expert in social media communication strategies. We've asked Jackie to come in and chat about how a communication strategy for social media will help you achieve your social media goals. Welcome, Jackie. How are you going?
1: I'm good, thanks. good to be here
0: great to have you here now let's sort of set this record straight here what is a social media communication strategy i know it's a mouthful but what exactly is it (laughs) Well, basically,
1: it's what outlines the your purpose as a business owner and how you're going to achieve that purpose. So it's really about having a planned, strategic approach to your social media activity that is linked to your business goals, your business values, and really sells your brand
0: story. So you mentioned it's planned. Mm-hmm. Is it different to a plan?
1: Yeah, look, I see, you know, a strategy is not a list of tactics. A strategy is really your overarching strategy for social media so then your plan would be really going into the detail of what you're going to do and when and that would really nut out the different tactics you're going to use to achieve the goal outlined in your strategy does that make sense
0: (laughs) it does but can you tell me why I need one I'm a small business owner I'm incredibly busy everything regarding social media is daunting can you tell me what the benefits are to having a social media what's it going to do for me Well, I think too many people
1: just kind of do a whole lot of things online and they don't really have a purpose behind it. So I think the the importance of the strategy is it makes sure that you're actually going to be working towards your business goals with everything that you're doing online. So for example... I've worked with clients where they, they're doing a lot of stuff on Instagram and very little on Facebook. And then when we go through the strategy and we look at their current activity and we analyze what they're doing and whether it's working, they find that all of their conversions are actually coming from Facebook. So it's really about um, no, knowing where your audience is living, um, analyzing your audience, analyzing what your competitors are doing and really having a purpose for everything you're doing online too many people I think just do a whole lot of stuff with not a lot of purpose behind
0: it so you can actually work smarter and not harder yeah. if you know what you're doing yeah and you find people get
1: amazing results once they've got a strategy behind what they're doing
0: yep awesome and so what in what shape or form does this strategy look like is it a kind of powerpoint is it a spreadsheet what what physically would it look like
1: Look, it can be it can be either. It can be one page or it can be five pages, but I, I tend to do them as a document and um, we outline the goals and objectives, the underlying key messages that you want to underpin all of your content online. We then look at your different audiences and we analyze their behavior and how they interact online, how they prefer to connect, and then come up with a list of recommendations for the business and then your different tools and platforms and how they're going to be used. Then looking at a budget, how much you've got to spend, and then a timeline, and how you're going to evaluate the strategy, which is really, really important. And how often do you think you should be evaluating the strategy? For me, a strategy is not a set and forget. It's really got to be a nimble, evolving document. So as you go through um, implementing the strategy, you might find there's content that people love. Then you need to look at why do they love it? There might be content that people don't like, and why don't they like it? You know, And then you need to adapt as you go along. So your strategy um, should never be set in stone but I do 12-month strategies and then every month through analytics we then
0: look at how we need to change it up, yeah. So is it a good idea to look at the content that we're currently posting, seeing what's performing and utilise that instead of having to create brand new content constantly?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, if, if you're going along with social media and you don't have a strategy in place, a lot of what you're doing will be working but then some might not. So I think the hardest thing for a lot of business owners is really to analyse all of that and to maybe stop doing some of what they're already doing. Um, yeah, it's really about analysing what's working and what's not and going from there. You won't have to shove it all in the bin. I'm sure a lot of it will be fine. We've just got to make sure that all of it is telling the brand story and linking back to the business purpose and that all of the content has value for the audience. What value are you offering? That's about what the audience wants to see, isn't it? Yeah, and understanding your audience really is key. It's key to everything.
0: And is that, you know, going back into insights, as you said earlier, seeing what your audience is responding to and if they are in fact responding to Instagram or if they're, you know, responding to Facebook, seeing which one is uh, more beneficial?
1: Yeah, it's about user behaviour. It's about um, building your brand, building relationships with people, but then also seeing where your conversions coming from because that's also obviously very important, especially for small business.
0: So how do we actually find our audience on social media?
1: Well, it really depends on the business. But the way I like to simplify it is to say, what is the problem that my product or service is solving for somebody? And then who's likely to have that problem? Um, and that that's a really simple way of doing it. But for example, I work with a building company. And how did we, you know, looking at how we found their audience? Well, they, they specialise in residential renovations, In Melbourne's Inner West. So, geographically, we have a a defined sort of area where we're looking at the audience. And then we're looking at, well, who is renovating? And we found most of the people are young families and they moved into the area as a couple. And as their families expanded, they've simply run out of space. So, and this is kind of the repeat customer that he's had. So, then we looked at what matters to them, where do they interact online? Um, and how do we really connect with them? So we started talking a lot to the um, mums because we found they were making a lot of the decisions about the renovation and then appealing to them and you know how their life could be made a lot simpler if they simply had a bit more space. So i um, talking to them on a level as people who have families and understand what families need and that was really the key and then we found a lot more people sort of connecting with the building company because builders aren't generally, they don't generally come across as really family no. <laughs> family oriented. But finding
0: that sort of that sort of niche where we were talking to the families really really worked. Yeah, and that's you wouldn't imagine a builder going and having a cup of tea with a mum now.
1: <laughs> no, but that's kind of what they've that's, done. Yeah. You know, and a lot of their content speaks to the family unit and the importance of having a a home. You know, a beautiful home where you can create memories with your children. And that was a really sort of different way. They weren't focusing on the actual build because, as he says, anybody can build a house. But what they're doing is building relationships Mm -hmm. and building relationships with young families. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So how imperative is it that we completely understand our audience's behaviour?
1: Oh, it's essential because everything you're doing online really needs to be about your audience. So, And I think there are a lot of preconceived ideas about how to interact in the social media space And it's not always, um, effective. I find, you know, a lot of people post at that 8 p.m. time slot and then you get this whole rush of traffic at that time. But we, I, I worked with a brand last year who sells lactation biscuits. So obviously their target is mums with, um, very young children or newborns up to one years old who are breastfeeding. And we found that, one of the really interesting things was they were the ones that were up at 2 a.m. feeding a baby and that was just this dead space where nobody was talking to them in the social media space. So so we sort of thought, well, why don't we try posting at sort of 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and see what happens. And it was actually a really successful strategy because we got a lot of interaction because that's when the mums were kind of wanting some human connection. They were feeling quite isolated, quite alone, exhausted, (laughs) and someone was talking to them. And I mean, obviously there are a few issues with being up at that time to interact with people, but even just posting a story online at that time about maybe your own personal
0: struggles with having a newborn so they don't feel, don't feel alone. It's really making that connection at the right time. Yeah. And that's what the
1: owners of that business did so well is really opening up about their own struggles of having newborn babies and struggling to breastfeed or one of the mums had twins, and you know how that that's sort of quite a very, very busy time, so they really did humanize their brand and do it exceptionally well
0: and is influ you know people talk about influences is that something that we should be looking at further, or do we need to approach with caution? I think the
1: current climate people are feeling a bit jaded about influences because there've been quite a bit of unscrupulous people out there. You know, you've got to look at fake followers, which are pretty easy to to find. But, I mean, I recently went to a conference and the stat was that 8 in 10 people are highly likely to take advice from a micro-influencer in terms of brands. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's obviously still a really powerful place and they were talking about micro-influencers there. So, influencers are still a very powerful tool and I think should definitely be part of your social media strategy, depending on the business, obviously. But I think you need to approach with caution and I think you need to be very clear on your guidelines, what you want to achieve out of the relationship. And I think you need to look beyond an Instagram post. It needs to be an ongoing collaboration where the influencer really reflects your brand values and is a really good fit. So, yeah, it's really important about it being an ongoing relationship and having authenticity.
0: And ensuring that their message is in line with what your vision and your mission is through your own business.
1: Yeah, for sure, because I mean if you if as a as an Instagram consumer, when you go onto an account and somebody is selling something every second post and one minute they're selling chicken nuggets and the next minute they're selling vegan biscuits, you know, you're going to be thinking I don't know about you yeah. like, <laughs> what are you actually That's probably an extreme example, but well, you know, Hang on, something's you're not treating right this there. A bit too much as a business yeah. and not They've really got to be a good fit for the organisation and share share your, your business's values.
0: And should you be looking at, you know, the top number of followers or is it more about the niche, being in the right niche for your business?
1: I think it's really about being in the right niche. If you look at a, at a big celebrity with, you know, 500,000 followers, a lot of those people are going to be, you know, not applicable to your business. Whereas with a micro-influencer who is really aligned to your brand a lot of the people who follow them are going to be inspired by the content they post because you know it's not I, th- I think it's more the niche market is definitely where you want to be and also most small to medium businesses can no longer afford those huge influences. Yeah it
0: becomes unattainable. Yeah. Yep. Okay now you've told us all the great reasons we need to get into creating a social media strategy for our business But if I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm going to sit down and think, okay, I'm going to do this, what are the top three things I need to do or need to focus on in creating my strategy?
1: I think the three takeaways are really a strategy doesn't have to be a big, scary thing. You know, a one pager is better than nothing. So I think as long as you have something down where you're outlining your purpose and how you're going to achieve that through your social media activity, That's great, you know, so I think people think it's a huge daunting thing that they have to add to their very long to-do list and it doesn't have to be. I think the second thing is everything is about your audience. If you don't understand your audience, what they're after, how you can add value to their lives, then, you know, you're just going to be shooting in the dark. So I think um, you really need to analyse who you're trying to connect with, who your, your primary secondary audiences are and then you really need to tailor everything to them and offer value to them. And try and solve the problems that they have in their lives. And I think the third thing would be, it's really important to be authentic online and make a real connection with people. People want to know the stories behind the brand. They want to, they want the social in social media. They really want to connect online. And I think we've lost that in a lot of ways. I think, and people are coming back to that. They want stories. They want narrative. They want to know the people behind the brand. It's a human so element. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people are craving. They don't want sell, sell, sell. So I think finding really innovative ways to tell your brand story and connect with your audience needs to be a big focus.
0: Fantastic. So we've got, it's not scary, just do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've got focus on audience and what content they're after and what they're interested in, what problems we're solving. And also just be yourself because that's the only thing that's going to cut through such a crowded marketplace. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Jackie. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for inviting me. We'll be going into more depth with Jackie in a webinar on this topic. Plus, we'll be talking all things social with our panel of experts in the coming weeks. Head to shewashine.com.au to find out more. And don't forget, if you like this podcast, I'd love you to give us a rating over on iTunes. Finally, a huge thank you to Jen Canock from Hello Treacle, who produced this podcast. Join us next time on the catch up.